This week's episode of a podcast with a view with Rob Scott is sponsored by Smokestack Almighty Beef Jerky. It's a one-of-a-kind gourmet snack experience. Their signature recipe has a flavor profile that would delight the senses as you enjoy the rich smoked flavor with hints of garlic, black pepper, and a pleasant amount of heat to round it off. Smokestacks can be enjoyed alone or paired with your favorite craft beer, whiskey, or wine, not to mention cheese and olives. Go to smokestackalmightybeef.com, mention Rob Scott, and get 10% off your first order. Hey, everybody. I've got, uh, I got a friend of mine who um, I used to work with a long, jeez, I can't remember how many years ago now. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hey, Rob, good, bud. How you doing? (laughs) I'm doing well. You know, I couldn't remember, like, when you and I, um, when you and I actually, I know it was like 2004 or 2003 or something like that. Is that what it was? Yeah, I was trying to think about that earlier because um, when did you, when did you join AFL? I think it was in, I think it was in like 2000, because I left in 2010 and I was there for like six or seven years. Okay. So, yeah, so I had to be like. I was thinking of milestones and I'm like, ah, you know, I know, I know you weren't there when Jeff Jr. was born, but Ava was born in 2008. So we were probably working together when she was born. No, I remember Ava. I just, I think, uh, I think your son was like really small or something when, when you were, uh, when he was I, microscopic, he was microscopic. <laughs> he was, yeah, he could have been. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I remember coming over when I first started there, I remember coming over to your house and you were kind of like working on all your, your, you were working on your upstairs basement or your upstairs my bathroom. God. You remember that? Oh my God. That's amazing. You remember that? Yeah. Because yeah, dude, I, I remember walking in and there was this big freaking hole in your ceiling where you, where you walked into your house. Yep, and you said you- <laughs> dude, so that actually started out. It's funny because that's the very beginning of a project. So when we first moved in, I guess maybe it was before my son was born. My wife's upstairs showering, and she's up there for maybe 20 minutes or so, and then water just starts pouring down in my living room. Like, oh, goodness. You know, and it turns out we had like a corner, one of those neo-angled corner showers upstairs, and it was, those things are hard to, to seal perfectly, so it was leaking and just pouring down in the living room, so I had to cut that chunk out that you're talking about. And then from there, it literally turned into just re-gutting the, or not re-gutting, gutting the entire bathroom down to the studs and the joists. So was somebody, what, somebody taking a shower or is it just started yeah. leaking or something? Yeah, Chris, my wife was taking a shower. Oh. It, was, it was leaking like crazy. And I said, okay, well, maybe we just have to caulk a couple things. But then, you know, one thing led to another and I realized, wow, we're just going to have to tear this whole thing out. So, yeah. That only took me about a year and a half, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those. <laughs> that's one of those after uh, after work projects, you know. Is that it what was, that was, man? And <laughs> I want to be honest with you. Yeah, I had no idea what I'm doing, and learned a lot of stuff, which is cool. But it just it took forever, man. And my wife was very patient with me, which is amazing because well, it's amazing that she's patient with you anyway. You know, some, you know. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. It kind of reminds me of my dad. My when my dad before I was born, actually I was I was born, and my dad they, he was he would come home from work, and he would they he built his own home, and uh, yeah he built it so he would have a full day's work, and then he would come and and he built most of our house with our next door neighbor who was a contractor, but they built they built the, our home that I grew up in, and uh, when I was born 
we moved into that house and it was brand new, but he had done that. I think it took him uh, almost like a year and a half or something like that to build the whole thing. And, and, uh, but he did it all after work, you know, he'd be up yeah, till, sure. yeah, just doing it all by himself. So, well, I've had like a newfound um, interest in, in, so the, that bathroom project you brought up was kind yeah. of scarring for me. Like, I'm like, after that, I'm like, I hate this. I hate owning a house. I hate all this maintenance. <laughs> you know, I just want to, I want to go out and barbecue and, uh, you know, I don't want to be worrying about this stuff, but um, I got to be honest, I was scared of all that stuff. Like I hear these stories that like you just said about your dad. Um, I have right. a friend, same thing as his dad built their house. And I'm like, that is so impressive. And it's, it's a great goal to have. And in the last couple of years, I think I've, I've kind of got over the fear of that stuff and I'm doing more and more um, repairs and even construction projects. I'm building some things in my garage and just, right. Things like that. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind of learn, learn as you go. You get your hands dirty. That's what. That's yeah, but what if I did. you go into it, if you go into it, and you're scared. That's the you're screwed. And that's where I was at with that bathroom project. So now you've just opened up a wound for me. You Thank there? You, oh. Yeah, I'm here. That's okay. <laughs> what happened? Is it, is it a painful window or is it? <laughs> a little bit. A little you know, bit. Well, you know, uh, we, we have to we have to grow. You know, it's pain is good. But yeah, so I guess that's when we kind of first met. Well, actually, it's not when we first met. You know, that's maybe when we first started working together. Right, right. We, I, don't we know what we were, I don't know why I was over your house. I don't know if we were going to a... I don't know if we were going to some kind of like uh, meeting together or something like that. I picked you up. I know I met you at your house or something like that. Yeah, we were probably going down down south somewhere. Or reading yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I don't know what customers right. you had down south of, uh, of where I was at, but uh, well, you had family. You had family. That family mag, two of those family uh, magazines. Yeah, Washington um, family. And, yeah, Washington family and all that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, that was just one of many fun, fun trips I had with you, going up to New York, going up to the Long Island, and things like that. We had a lot of fun, <laughs> dude. It's funny because. Um, Actually, yesterday I went down to my brother-in-law keeps his boat in Brigantine. So my wife and I and my kids, we went down there to meet him to go out fishing. So from my house to Brigantine, it's about an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and a half. And, dude, back in the day when we used to drive up to Long Island and wherever, New York, like, we'd be on the road all day. It didn't phase me at all. But nowadays, like, I've, I've been working remote well before you know, COVID. I've been working for home for 10 years. I'm just not used to... I used to call it road rash. <laughs> so I came home last night from this trip to Brigantine, man. I was dying. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, back in the day, man. Oh, my God. We drive out to like Montauk Point. Yeah, I know. Lunch, we drive, you know, oh, my gosh. I'd stop to see my parents and I'd come home and, you know, just different times, man. But, yeah, we, we saw a lot of stuff. I uh, know when we went up to Montauk, what was that? That was the, what was that? That was the, what was the name of that publication up there? Well, um, it was Dan Retina. Dan Retina is, it was the publisher. Yeah, it was Dan's and, Papers. Yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan's Paper. There you go. Yep. <laughs> and I remember go it's going figure. up there. What's that? Go figure, Dan's Papers. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was very unique. Yeah. I actually, I, I bought one of his books and had him sign one of those books that he did. Oh. Did you ever read his book? No, but he was, I know he was like infamous for writing crazy stuff like Long Island with sinking. And, and yeah. He had a really, yeah, he had a really good, um, 
set of stories and stuff. But no, I, actually, I didn't even know he wrote a book. Yeah, he did. I'll have to dig it up someplace, and maybe I'll send it to you. So you can, he's got some really good stories, you know. He, when, he's got pictures of him when he was like this, like when he was like 22 years old, starting in the printing industry and starting in publishing and stuff like that. And just some of the stories about Long Island and out towards Montauk and everything, how he started his paper and and everything, and all the people that he knows and, you know, celebrities and everything that he's uh, had a chance to. The dude oh, is yeah. famous, man. Like, I don't I remember, but they used to run... They used to run like an edition where I don't know what the party was, but it was some kind of like Hampton party. And dude, like big name people were all at this party, like rubbing elbows with Dan and uh, Kathy Ray. I don't know if you remember Kathy Ray. Yeah, I like, know. I remember Kathy Ray. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I, you know, the first time going out there, if you remember, like you're driving out, there's like one way in and one way out, uh, Route yep. 27. Mm hmm. And driving in there i was i don't know what i was expecting like golden buildings or something it's like oh my gosh we're on the hamptons and to me it was never i don't know it didn't stand out to me but um well the office never did because it was like it was like this old building i guess maybe he owned it for like forever it was a pretty ratty building if i remember right it was, but that's kind of like that main drag. That's what it's like, you know, so if you're going through like Cape May, to me, Cape May stands out. It's like all these old Victorians and they're all in impeccable condition right. or, you know, whatever. You go through certain towns, they, they have sort of their trademark. And going through the Hamptons, I guess I was expecting to see like Martha Stewart doing cartwheels down there. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't think I ever saw, I don't think I ever saw any, uh, I don't think I ever saw any celebrities up there. I, I, we went up one time, and I don't know if you were with me. I can't remember. We went to a uh, an, an equestrian uh, event and to, to see riding horses, and uh, we saw a couple of uh, people there. Um, uh, the boss was there, with, and his, actually, his daughter was riding, who was in a competition. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, he was there. Oh my god! Oh, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, yeah, he was there. He, yeah, no, the boss, he, the Bruce Springsteen, he was there, and he kind of walked by, and you kind of, you know, you, you, these these famous people, you kind of go by, and you're kind of like, all right, I don't want to look like a total douche, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I go, hey, can I have your autograph, you know, yeah. it's kind of like going by, and I think the, I, I can't remember who I was with. I remember there was a there was a girl that we were with, and. Yeah, I it was, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was a girl from AFL or from Dan's Papers that, you know, because we got tickets to go to this thing and they met us there. And she was like a big Springsteen fan. And oh, she was just like frothing at the mouth. Like, I got to get his, I got to get his autograph. So I think she finally went over there. And uh, she, I guess he, she talked to him for a little bit. And, and uh, he was, you know, I guess he had little pleasantries and stuff like that and signed stuff for him. And then what's her name? Um, Used to be on the, one of the morning shows, a little, a little short blonde. Uh, used to be on uh, with Philburn. Uh, uh, um, good lord, I can. Um, I can see her face. I can't see her face. I mean, I can see her face, but I can't remember her name. Oh, I you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Of course I do. Yeah, she does all the. She was doing all those ads for that hospital, New Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want to say Kathy Ray, but it was, I keep thinking Kathy Ray. Was, Kathy, uh, was it Kathy something, right? No, it wasn't. Uh, gosh, what was her name? Oh, well. Uh, whatever. It'll, it'll, it'll come. come back to me right in the middle of things. <laughs> we'll be talking about something else and it'll pop in my head. Wasn't anyway, she with Michael Strahan, too? What's that? 
Didn't she do the show with Michael Strahan as well? Yeah, she did Strahan for a long time, and then they then he left to go ah, do ah, something ah. else. Kelly Ripa. There we go, Kelly Ripa. <laughs> I knew I was going to get it. So she was there too that same day, actually, and and we were watching that. So that was that was kind of cool. I didn't really see it. What's that? I said, you know, what's neat is like I I don't think I was there with you for that one, but like. We actually got to go to some pretty neat stuff and meet some cool people as like, as basically like um, barnacles, if you will. I mean, I remember going to several different events like I had no business going to, but we were, <laughs> we were there just for business purposes and, you know, it was really neat. Are you talking about like the, 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 uh, like the, the family publication, the parenting publication of America and stuff like that or just other? No, no, like events that like um i think one that always stands out to me is uh and i went with sensky and Steve old but that l street yeah. news that had that beer dinner oh yeah yeah i didn't go to that one <laughs> but those things, i know you didn't but you know it was just really cool like we had a lot of cool experiences um even even in new york like when we were doing wwd right um I mean, I ate in places like I would never go on my own. Oh yeah, me too. I and well, golfing and stuff. I oh we my were, god. Yeah, yes, we played golf. Exactly. We went. We were supposed to play with. Actually, uh, I can't remember who it was. Who was the older sales manager that was our last sales manager there? You Sandy? remember, Sandy? Sandy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Sandy and I, Theo. Sandy and I went up to went up to Montauk. We were supposed to go play golf with Dan, right? At a real yeah, Dan Rutina. He was he played golf. Yeah, no, he's big because uh, I, I remember that uh, I got him a driver. I don't know if you remember that or not. I remember that. Yes. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and yes. uh, so, we, so I wanted to take that up there and, and give it to him. And then yeah. lo and behold, the day that we're driving up there, it's like pouring down rain and it rains the whole time. And we're, we're driving up on the, uh, on the uh, not the turnpike there, but the throughway there, all the way up to his place, and we ended up not being able to play. It was so disappointing. But Dan, Dan, actually, what Dan did is he um, he uh, took us on a tour of Montauk. It was really actually kind of oh, cool. cool shit. Yeah, man. he took us in behind stuff and and places where he's you know where he started and gave us all this history about the restaurants and some of the hotels and motels that were up there. It was actually turned out to be pretty cool. Of a, of a trip. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm saying, like, would you have, you would never had that chance if you Oh, never, never in a hundred years. No. Yeah. No. Not, and not, and, and, well, let's say to some people, maybe that's not that interesting, but that's really cool, you know? Oh, no, it was, you know, you're right. But when you get up there and you're up in, well, you're up in Montauk and all these rich, rich, rich people and, and you're seeing all this stuff and it's like, he's got all this back, back history and all this kind of like stuff that you would not ever get. If yeah. you just kind of like rode around, he had all these little secret things that he told us about, and it was it was really interesting. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but speak, speaking of the PPA and those things you were talking about, like the conventions, yeah, that's actually because I was saying how you and I in two thousand if two thousand four was the year we we may became colleagues, but we met before that at the PPA in Philadelphia. I don't remember well, what year I, it was. Yeah, that was when I was working with Bartow. It was the year before I, I moved over. I and, and and Mark and you, and I can't remember if it was, who else? It was... Oh, uh, it was everybody, dude, because it was in Philadelphia. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Or, so everybody, we all, we all showed up to that session that you and Mike and yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, Mark funny was... because, well, it was supposed to be like some I forget what the session was on, but like I think I think whoever it was from pre press didn't show up, and you it was you and Mike and Roger kind of left with the ball. Yeah, and it was just. It was like an awkward thing, but um. <laughs> I remember because Mark, Mark uh, Henderson, he was he was he was hitting on me to not hitting on me to you know, but he was hitting me to kind of he wanted me to come on board over at AFL at the time, and that was about a year before before I came over. He was really court you know courting me to want me to come over, and uh, and that's and that's that following year that's when I kind of had a fallout with uh, Michael and stuff like that. And, and then all that, all that took place. So that worked out, it worked out perfectly for me. <laughs> it no, was great. It was good. But, and that's yeah. the reason I was, I was saying how that encounter at the convention was awkward. And then yeah. when you started working for AFL, I'm like, Oh, how's this going to go? But <laughs> it ended up going really well. You know, I, I was yeah. glad yeah. I got to meet you. No, I really, you know, I, I, uh, I look at my, I look at the, you know, background of my printing that took up about, I don't know, 25, 26 years of my career. And I really liked it. I just, I don't know what it was about the, it was a pain in the butt and dealing with, you know, publishers and stuff like that. But it was so enjoyable. The money was good. At least, you know, I, I thought it was good. It was so uh, heartbreaking to see it all kind of like start to, you know, implode and, and you know, with the crash in 08 and everything like that, it was just, it was really sad to see everything kind of like just, uh, just uh, you know, go away. It was really sad. But you remember? You, did you remember that uh, that one parenting publication thing? We, I don't know if it was down in Florida or North where, but Sinsky and I we had that we had to do that presentation. Did you go to that one? Of course I did. I <laughs> I, I think that was dude. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> I think that was the Philadelphia. Uh, Convention? No, 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 because that's when. No, no, no. Where, where was that? It was down south somewhere. It was like in, it's either that or maybe it was Chicago. We went to Chicago. No, maybe it was. It was a, yo, because that thing you guys did—it was to a huge room of people. I know. There's like 300 people in there. It was huge. Oh, you know what? Okay, so here's 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 what it is. That was the PPA. So when we first met, that whole thing with the the session and all, that was probably the Catholic press. Well, that could have been, yeah. I think the PPA thing was, because if, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah. Oh, I remember all, every one of our sales meetings, Sinsky and I, we had to do this presentation every time. And you guys, everybody would just, just totally obliterate us every time yeah. we practice. Every time we'd practice in our sales meeting, you guys would just blow us up. And my Henderson was like all over our crap, you know? Well, and, uh, here's the thing I remember about that was I was doing video editing at the time. Yeah. And I think I recorded you guys doing it. And you would hit sort of a, somebody, you were saying, somebody hit kind of a, a stall point. And I, of course, I ran with it. And I made this whole thing like with, like three hours later, um, um, three yeah, hours. No, that was me. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> and yeah, that turned out really good. You know, Sinsky, you know, remember Sinsky, like, he would like sweat like a pig when oh, he was yeah. getting ready to do something. And I remember standing up there and they were announcing this, you know, and we were the, I guess we were like the, the one of the main speakers or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you were, he you was were sponsoring sweaty. a dinner or something. Yeah, it was like a dinner, and at the end, yeah, at the end of the dinner or something like that, we were two. I think we had like 
maybe 20 minutes between the two of us or something like he's he talked the first 10 and i took the last 10 and i remember him up there man he is sweaty beads man he had just water coming down the sides of his face and everything you it know may been, it may have been down south i, I can't honestly it's crazy dude, if you think about it like we did the, the ppa stuff the cpa yeah festival uh mm -hmm. business the business public publications of america uh a lot of I love that. Yeah. Those things are so much fun. That was the, was that the one where, I don't know what it was. Remember that we were staying at the hotel and there's this big, big statue or big thing of a big eagle. Is that the one that was outside? And you guys were stone drunk, every one of you. Sinski couldn't even talk. He couldn't even walk. <laughs> you were like, you were babbling. I see Henderson and all you guys, all, all you guys are like climbing on this eagle. And you're what? <laughs> I got to find somebody who took pictures of that, man. It was so funny. You guys were all over this big statue, this bird or this eagle or something like that. Your and Honor, I was the only one, I I was the one sober in the whole thing, I think. I plead, I plead the fifth, Your Honor. <laughs> and then we're jumping in this car. I can't remember who's driving our. I think it was a taxi or something. All of us. There's like eight of us who jumping in the car and going back to our hotel. Yeah. Oh man, I just it was just really funny. Yeah, good, good time, times, man. good times, man, good times. So, what do you do? Like, what's what's up with you now? What are you doing? I haven't uh, talked to you in a long while. What you, what are you doing now? Well, I guess when my printing career fizzled out mm. at Bartash. Yeah. I moved over to the software side and I joined in focus. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. So in focus, um, you know, industry leading pre-press software for pre-flight automation. Um, and it was, it was so awesome. It was great to be on that side of the fence because, you know, for all those years at AFL, even at Bartash, like software was really my specialty. Applications were my specialty. Process yeah. was my specialty. So it was, it was amazing to be on that side of it and working with uh, developers and, and product managers. And when I got hired at, at, at Focus, my first day, it was uh, – July 6, 2013, and I was in Belgium. So I spent I spent three three weeks in Belgium. Oh, cool! Uh, on a training trip, and just it was awesome from there. So um, I I I was with and focused for almost six years, and then I joined our parent company, Esco. Mm -hmm. Esco and Focus was an Esco company, and I joined Esco to sort of move into a new vertical. Esco is a um, uh, specializes in packaging production, so no, not so much the offset stuff. Getting more into flexo, getting into more of the um, uh, packaging side of things. So I joined the brand solution division, which is uh, kind of your big name brands. I mean, my primary customer for the last three years has been Target. Target has oh, a nice. ton of ton of own brands. Um, what else do we do? A lot of pharmaceutical work. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been exciting, man. Been traveling. Well, not so much recently, but uh, I know Minneapolis like the back of my hand because that's where, Target, <laughs> that's where Target's headquarters is located. And uh, I was spending at least two weeks a month on site. Um, in some in some instances, five weeks in a row. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's when, cool. did you, when did you make that? When did you make that from Infocus over to Esco? Is that what it is? That the that's the parent company, Esco. Is that Correct. what it is? Correct. So 2018. You, you, 2018, you made it. So you've been doing that for two years now, right? 
three years. Uh, maybe it was. I always screw this up. I forget when I left because <laughs> it's. I'm in my third year, so yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. And okay. it was right on. It was right on the new year too. It was like it was a very kind of a uh, like a I don't know how you put it like a quick onboarding period. Right, right. So I kind of always lose track, and then it was like as of January first, I switched companies, and um, yeah, no, but it's been awesome. I still keep in touch with them, Focus, and. Great company, great people. Yeah. I mean, it was, very, it was a very small company. I was, I was when I was working for Infocus, I was one of three people in the United States. Oh, really? Yeah, most of the most of the folks are located in the Genf office. Oh wow! See, I would yeah. think Infocus is like huge, and you'd have a huge team underneath of you or above you or whatever. That's why I'd look at it. Yep. yep. So, no, Esco's. Very large, uh, worldwide company with with right. a, a whole lot a bigger footprint. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh well, you'd have, you would figure that right since they're the parent company. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. Do you miss working with me? Uh, what's that? Do you miss working with me? Oh yeah, absolutely. I do. I miss our oh, trips yeah. and and talking. No, I do. Listen, listen. When we were doing. You know, when we were, when I was married and I was with Carrie, she was doing that. I got to bring this up because it's kind of like, I got to bring this up. You know, she was doing okay. that Viseo. Yes. <laughs> I remember. Uh, yeah, I know. She got all, she got all, she, <laughs> she got all peeved at you. Because I know. You, because you had gotten, you know, you, you were getting on it. I don't know if you were doing it to her or you're doing it to uh, the guy that wrote the article. I don't know if you were trying to get to him through through us or something like that. But she no, was I was so, busting her. I was busting her balls. I know. Well, the thing is, it was one. I don't know if it was something that I posted or something no, like that. I know, and I, I thought, know exactly what it was. I did. Well, you remember what was it? Well, and I know some other people kind of in the similar position where they're they're pushing like the CBD stuff, right? And and before Viseo was doing the CBD stuff. I felt like she was being erroneous and trying to advertise that it could treat certain conditions right. that are, are sort of under the umbrella of traditional medicine. And I thought that was very, um, uh, what's the word? Not, not forthcoming? <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I felt like it was irresponsible because okay. I, I, you know, there were some conditions she mentioned that I, uh, that I deal with myself. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, I get it. You're trying to make money and you're trying to do this kind of stuff, but you should not be doing that to, right. uh, and I, maybe you don't recognize the audience that you're reaching right now, but I felt like it. And then literally like, boom, I was, yeah. yeah. You, you were banned. <laughs> yeah. But you know what though? And, and here's the thing though, this is what was really, I thought kind of interesting about that is instead of debating me about it, she just, decided to ignore me and 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 uh block me which i thought was kind of interesting because i i feel like there's a lot if you really want to try to look you know you as you you there jeff you there i'm here buddy oh sorry lost you for a minute sorry no problem what I was saying is, oh, let me see something here. Am I okay? Um, yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. All right, good. All right, go ahead. What I, was, what I was saying is, as you know, I have my own product, and if somebody were to sort of challenge me on it, 
I'd be open to that challenge, and I would, mm-hmm. and I would basically hold my ground on it. And look, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you, and that's okay. And that's right. exactly how I felt about that. But like, if you're not willing to take an opposing view, then you're in the, you're not in the business of selling anything. Then. Right. Well, I think she was like relatively new into it. I think that was like the first year or first little bit that she was getting into it. So doesn't what matter. she was doing, well, I, I, yeah, you're right. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. You're reaching, and, you're reaching a larger audience and you're, you're, you're almost like a medicine show. And that's right. not, that by me, that's not okay. Right. So she was saying, she was all upset with that, and then you know she was sitting there saying, "I don't know why you like like that guy. He's a pain in the butt." <laughs> well, I am. I am a pain in the butt. But you know what? That's what I told her. I said, "Yeah, he is a pain in the ass." <laughs> Look, then talk to me. Don't don't that's run right. away. Talk to me. Yeah, she chose to run away. <laughs> I know, and that's fine. That's fine. Unfortunately. <laughs> I think it would have made. I think it would have allowed her to understand the product a little bit more. But you know, exactly. There you go. That's exactly what it's about. Yeah. You know. So anyway, so that was that was that was how long? How long did uh, we didn't even talk for like how long? (laughs) For about a year or something like that. Me and you. Yeah. How long did? Because I know that I. What did I do? I I I met you somewhere. I. Yeah, that was before this, though, though, wasn't it? It was. Or was that after? Yeah, that was before that. Yeah. So I can't remember how long it goes. And I, I can't remember. I think it was, I think you reached out to me when I was going through my divorce with her. Yeah, and, well, you, blocked, uh, you blocked me on Facebook for some odd reason. Yeah, well, that was just because of her. So, oh, geez, Bob. So anyway, anyway right. so stupid, stupid things. Anyway. And then you kind of reached out to me when I was going to and asked me, like, you know, what was going on. And, and uh, I appreciated you know, that. Because I'm a pain in the butt. That's why. See, she was right. <laughs> well, no, I know, you're, I know you're not. I mean, you are, but you're not, you know. And I knew that you were my friend. You know, I knew you were a friend, first and foremost, you know. And uh, so, and that's when you reached out to me. And to tell you the truth, I really appreciate it. It really helped me out a lot. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of good. I had a lot of good friends reach out to me. A couple of high school kids, uh, people that reached out to me, um, you know, and you know, kind of felt you know, something was going on on my Facebook and everything. So I was able to kind of get a lot of that out of my, you know, off my chest and everything. So it was really. I tell you, it was a really appreciative. <laughs> Can't tell you. Life, life's hard, bud. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sure is. So I, I know that you are um, also a barbecuer. Uh, oh, big yeah. time barbecue, right? So uh, I'm literally sitting outside right now with you, Bob. I'm outside at my grill right now. I just took off. I made ribs tonight. I smoked baby uh, ribs for so me and hungry. the family. Yeah. And I, but as soon as the ribs came off, I, I there's a farmer's market near me, and I had bought some uh, spicy Italian sausage. So I smoked that right up until I joined this call. And I was I'm just cleaning off my grill as I'm talking. <laughs> oh man, we went out my. Uh, my, you know, I've been working at my brother's farm for like, you know, since I moved back with my brother. I'm on my way out to Utah, right? Yeah. And I've been working. I've been working with my brother out at his farm, taking care of his horses and the chickens, and doing just work, manual labor out there. Well, the uh, the church, the, the Mormon church, they just purchased a big uh, a scout camp out there. Um, it's about a 318 acre uh, scout camp out there. 
and my brother and his wife have been called on like a service mission. Yeah. And they are going to be uh, one of two couples that are going to be like the camp managers out there. Nice. So it's, a, it's in Indiana. The farm, their farm is in Indiana, and this, this camp is in Indiana as well. And we've been going out there and cutting grass. I mean, there's like 25, 30 acres of grass to cut. There's, I mean, we've been doing a lot. And just, it's just overwhelming how much needs to be done because this, this camp really hasn't been used for like a, a massive jamborees or camp since like 1988. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of worn down and, and a lot of repair needs to be done. But we were coming back the other day from that, and we stopped at this little, this little restaurant. It looks like it was brand new, but it's, they've been around here for like six years. And um, it's called Corner, what is it called? Corner with a K, Corner Country Kitchen or something like that. And I'm telling you, man, I, I ordered this brisket that is the best, most tender thing I've ever eaten in my life, man. It was so good. And they, and they, they, they uh, smoke all their own ribs, their own briskets. They do uh, pork chops and pulled pork. And it's just, oh, it's all like homemade. Uh, all the desserts are all homemade and everything. It's just really a good place. So, you know, it's funny though, Bob. What? So, yes, I'm a huge barbecue guy. Now, you may not remember this, but I think of you almost every time I light up my barbecue. You, <laughs> and why do you do that? <laughs> I have no idea. So, when I first moved into my house, my parents gave us a gas grill as, you know, whatever, gift yeah. or, you know, whatever. But it was like a little charboil, like single burner thing. This is back in, you know, 2000. Right. So after a couple of years, I guess the squirrels chewed through the hoses or whatever. It started, you know, it was kind of ready for the trash. Right. So I go to Home Depot to buy a new grill, and I end up buying this uh, – uh, what turned out to be an offset smoker, I had no idea what that was at the time. I just bought this thing. I'm like, ooh, maybe charcoal would be fun. Right. I bring it home. And I remember we were in the car. We were going somewhere. And I told you about it. I'm like, yeah, I bought this charcoal grill. You're like, dude, you're going you're gonna to get bored of that in like a matter of months. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I remember gonna, that now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're not going to want to go out there and light those charcoals. You know, you're going to want to turn it right on. And I'm like, you're probably right, but let's see how it goes. And to this day, dude, I love, I love setting up my charcoal chimney. I love putting wood on there, all that stuff. Right. So, and I'm sticking it to you, Mister. <laughs> hey, you know what though guess what before at, at the house before i you know we separated and got divorced i had bought a uh i i didn't i got we got rid of our old uh, our old charcoal or char whatever they were you know the gas girl yeah. and i bought a char i bought one of those and nice. i tell you what man just using the charcoal and using it the burgers and stuff and the steaks were just more a lot more moist they cooked slower but they cooked evenly you know, you didn't have to worry about like burning, you know, burning your food and so quickly what you did with the gas grills and stuff like that. So I was converted. <laughs> so it came nice. back home to get me. <laughs> there, you, there you go, man. So like the funny thing is with that grill I'm talking about, it was a char charbroil silver smoker that I bought. And right. I still I still remember my first rack of ribs on there. I set it all up and I cook it for like, I don't know, a half an hour and it looked great. 
And I brought it in the house and I cut it up and me and Jeff Jr. we're eating it and Chris comes in. She's like, that's, that's rare. That's not even yeah. cooked. I'm like, no, that's a smoke ring. I thought I knew it all. You know, it's, it's amazing. They were, they, were, they were totally wrong. They weren't even were they, cooked. Were they pork or were they beef ribs? Oh, pork ribs. Pork ribs. <laughs> Great. So now it's like, you know, I saw, so I, I mean, we did, we stopped eating and I went out and I cooked them longer because I realized she was right. But, um, I think about that all the time now because it's like I got really into smoking and it's, dude, it's an all day thing. Yeah. My, my son, uh, he's out in Utah, right? And they, he and his girlfriend, they bought this, they bought this grill and he was sitting there. He was, they were cooking a brisket on it. A big oh, old piece of slab of meat, man. Briskets yeah. for the pros, man. Oh, I know that he. I mean, he had he found some rub or something on it, and he'd been he started it the night before or something like that. He was up all Dude, night. That's like a, that's a twelve to sixteen hour smoke. Yeah, I know, I know. And uh, and then he took pictures of it after it was done. Oh, it, he took it off. I mean, oh man, he had it. He had it sliced. Yeah, you could. I'm gonna tell you. You could just. You could just taste the through the pictures that he was sending. You know, I said, "Dude, I when I come out there, you better have some. You better be putting some of that brisket on on the grill when I come out there, dude, because that looks so good." As you know, you, you know, you you see my Facebook stuff. Uh-huh. I still. I love. I love food porn. I love pictures of, <laughs> of people cooking stuff. I, I know because it's, it's funny. It's like you're not supposed to do certain things on social media, you know. Like, oh, you're you're going to get ridiculed for politics. You're going to get ridiculed for your your great kids or whatever. But right. I I love posting pictures of food and I love seeing pictures of food. It's fun. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll have to send. I'll have to send the pictures they sent me. Because right, brisket brisket is not easy. That is not uh-huh. an easy cook. I know, and he—I don't think he's ever done it before. So I and I—I I, I thought to him, I said, "Well, I know ribs are usually pretty good, and you know, you usually get something. And first time you're using a grill, you kind of like doing burgers, or you know, but in, in or maybe a rack of ribs or something like that. But he's doing a brisket. I go, dude, you're like awfully brave because that's a that's a long that's a long cooking process. That is, man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. But it's, uh, it turned out really good because. Uh, now, who was this? That was my son, Austin. And oh, uh, his, who I played uh, air hockey with. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's ping pong. I don't know if you played ping pong with him or not. But that's, no, we just played air hockey one day. Yeah. We went over your house at lunch. And I, yeah, and yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. So he did that and I guess, you know, fed, fed his, uh, his girlfriend's family over there. So it was, it was like the pressure was on, you know, because her dad and mom and all of her brothers, her sisters and stuff were there. So the pressure was on. But, it, I mean, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll send you pictures, though. It, it turned out really good. Awesome. So um, I know you're still doing, are you still, uh, you're, you're doing your, your, uh, your beef jerky, right? You're, oh, still yeah. doing, you're still doing it. How is that going? Oh, no, we talked. I know we talked about that a little while ago. Um, yeah, it's it's really um, it's really picked up in the last couple of years, man. Yeah, um, it's funny because I was uh, I was writing something to somebody, and I'm like, "Holy smokes, man! I've been doing this for over 25 years." In, in, oh, no in way! One, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In one yeah. shape or another. Really? Because I know we. T- I know you were doing it when when I worked with you at AFL. Yep. Yeah. No, so going back to before I got married, um, yeah, I was living at my parents' house. Um, I I was always into weight training. My dad got me started when I was a teenager, and mm-hmm. as I got older, I started to recognize 
just how important nutrition was in weight training. Right. So I started mm-hmm. cooking. I started cooking for myself as much as my mom hated it. I started cooking for myself, and then I met my wife. And um, the story goes like this: where um, so I was pretty good at cooking chicken breasts and asparagus and so forth. But then I started realizing there was all this other stuff you could cook. So Chris's dad, Jesse. Um, he started making beef jerky and he gave me some like, Oh, this is neat. I didn't know you could make this at home. Right. So I go out to Sears and I buy a little, a little American harvest four tray dehydrator. And I start making my own beef jerky and I like spicy stuff. So that's kind of the direction I took. And and so I started making spicy beef jerky and, um, this, I was actually working at Bracelet Printing at the time, which is not far from where Barshash was. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and it was right around the corner, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was on Suffolk Avenue, but it was basically at the, at the intersection of Island and Lindbergh Boulevard. Is that where that purple orchid was? No, dude. That was, <laughs> no. I didn't ever stop in like, there, but I remember. You apparently remember it though. Well, it was, you couldn't have, I, would go, I, would, I would go to work and go over the bridge there. You know, past the, the, the oil refinery right yeah. there. And no, that was uh, right 67th, I think. Yeah, right at 67th. It would be right on that corner. And you couldn't miss it. It was this big purple building, you know. I know. It was. It was right there go- <laughs> but no, Brayson was further south there, I guess. Yeah. It was more, okay. more towards the airport. But um, right. I, I, started, I started, and that was like my first, my first job in commercial printing, actually. Um, and so I started bringing it in. And I was going to the dollar store buying these wire bail jars. Yeah. So I'd stuff the jar and I'd bring it in and people started eating it. And then people started asking to buy it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, um, you know, before working in commercial design and advertising. So I branded it with smokestacks, Almighty Beef Jerky, and yeah. started selling it just inside of the plant. Yeah. So um, that's when I started. That was 1995, man. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So to tell you the truth, man. So talking about how cool it was to go to all those events and stuff with AFL, that's really what what propelled me to, like, try to pursue this more more aggressively because meeting all those different people, being on the road, I started, you know, I'd always have it in my briefcase, man. I'd be like, you guys like beef jerky? And I'd hand it out. (laughs) I started getting worried at one point because, and it's amazing to this day, I still have a relationship with uh, Showcase Publications. Oh, you really do? Really? Wow. Yeah, I, actually, the, so Bob Alucia, um was my contact back yeah. then, and he was one of the three owners. So when Bob started, I, I remember giving him some, and then he started buying it. I felt like, oh my God, this is such a bad idea because, like, Bob isn't is in very close contact with Dennis and like, this could go so wrong. Right. The guilty Catholic in me, you know, (laughs) what am I doing? What am I doing? But you know, nothing ever happened like that. We just, we've always had a great relationship. Even after leaving AFL, Bob and I kept in touch and he would order it. And then, you know, we kind of fell out of touch, but like now his son is ordering it. Oh, serious. Yeah. So between, you know, that's just one example, like with, with Showcase. But then, you know, Ed Hitzel, if you remember Ed Hitzel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. So he was Ed the Hitzel, food critic guy, right? 
right. down to shore. He, down to shore, right? Yeah. He, like his original, he started out as a, a food critic for the Atlantic City Press. Mm-hmm. And then he went out on his own. And Ed, Ed was a very eccentric guy. So naturally, we, we gelled well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I did the same thing with him. I gave him a sample and we just kind of hit it off. And he used to have a radio show down in Atlantic City on 1440 a.m. He says, I remember I that. Have, I want to have you on this. It was called Ed Hitzel's Table for One. Yeah. So I went down and, and you know, it just started mushrooming from there. It was awesome. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, I got to thank AFL for that because it gave us it gave us a footprint around the country. Yeah, it gave it uh, some good contacts. That's good. So, so how then, much is it like? How much has it grown now since you've been doing it? I mean, I I know you're. I, I remember you telling me about it when we were working together, and it was kind of like a side. I guess it's still kind of a side gig because you're still working full time. But I mean, how much is it? How much has it grown? I mean, how much is it? Uh, well, since we were. Yeah, now I mean, I would say we're we're, we're legitimate. Let's put it that way. So it's, yeah. it's no longer it's no longer black market feature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I took on a partner a couple of years ago, um, mm-hmm. an old friend of mine, Vince right. Lucky, and so we converted his kitchen into a commercial kitchen, and we're manufacturing under Pennsylvania's uh, limited limited food establishment. Oh, cool. Laws. Yep. Oh, cool. And I, I, talk, I remember talking to you about this, and you, you said, oh, I, I don't know if I want to go into it. There's all these you know, rules and regulations for food and blah, 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 when we were talking about it when we were at AFL. So, well, that's, yeah, so that, that's, yeah, right. So that's like the full-blown USDA inspector facility, which that's sort of our next step. This, right. it's, it's amazing because Pennsylvania is one of the few states that has this limited food production for jerky mm-hmm. like most states have like jams and jellies and cookies and stuff like that but um, right. pennsylvania has one for jerky so um vince was kind enough to let me uh you know take over his kitchen and him and i we we've we've done our six sigma approach to process improvement <laughs> oh gosh I'm, i remember that I'm dead serious, though. It's so true, though. Like, it's amazing. The stuff we... Vince and I, that's what we do, that's what we do on Sunday. That's what we did this morning. We right. actually do our production in one day. Oh, it wow. To, it, used, it used to take four days. So, yeah. It's all. It's what my brothers told me. Uh, you know, taught me since I've been here. It's all about the tools, and it's, <laughs> it, it really is. is whatever you're trying to whatever you're trying to accomplish. There's a tool for that, and if you can yep. get so much more accomplished if you get the right kinds of tools, <laughs> I'm telling yep, you. And that's all we're doing right now, man. Yep. Because it's funny. It's like honestly, as far as Vince and I are concerned, we've never taken dollar one. Everything that we make, and it's and at the same time, we're not necessarily making all that much money everything goes back into equipment well, that's because, good that's the way it should be it is but food processing food processing equipment is expensive yeah <laughs> so you know it's all good though and then so it's, it's really it's really set the stage for larger scale production which yeah i'm looking forward to it well hey listen give me a little uh get the, you can do a little plug if you want to all my all my massive amounts of listeners out there uh, sure. It's, it's, what is it? Give us the give's name. Of, give us your uh, your website and stuff where they can order. Sure. It's uh, www.smokestacksalmightybeefjerky.com. I know it's not the shortest domain, but you're not going to forget it. 
<laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> yeah. And and like and we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, you know, all sorts of social media outlets. So just look oh, that's for good. Social, or, I'm sorry, look for smokestacks on Mighty Beef Jerky there. And um yeah, check it out. It's a lot of and, fun. And, and send me some, would you? <laughs> I look, I, I just I just threw it out. I just mailed it out today. Oh, right. good. <laughs> our three flavors. See, what has it been? It's been uh, 15 years or so since I... <laughs> well, look, dude, look. Blow the, blow the cobwebs off your, your wallet and buy some, all right? <laughs> no, there's, there's some coming uh, That's good. All right, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> hey, do you, do you keep, uh, do you keep uh, in track uh, with Charlie? Of course I do. Butler? Yeah, of course I do. You do. I mean, I know. I see every once in a while. I I get a little thing about his birthday and everything. Have you seen Have you seen him lately? I haven't. And just just before COVID, I was trying to hook up with him because uh, I go down the Rock Hall, Maryland, for uh, striper fishing, and I was trying right. to set something up where I could uh, I, I could go get him for lunch and just kind of hang out because I don't I don't think he's getting out as much on his own. I don't know. Right. Um, how but, how uh, old is he now? Oh, dude, he just told me. I want to say, hold on a second. Cause he, he just, has, he just, he just had his birthday. He just had his birthday on uh, September 16th. Yeah. No, I love Charlie. He's got to be uh, like, 70s, in his... I, let me see here. I want to say 77. Uh, I actually asked him when we at last. Oh, 77. Yep. I said, 77. I said, how are you going to be? I love that guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hated him with a passion when I started the <laughs> AFL, but then he honestly, like, no joke, dude. He became like my best friend. He's kind of like the guy that you can kind of like. You know, if you if you listen to him, he's like, I can really hate this guy. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> then, I then you get to kind of know him, and he's got like a heart of gold, the dude, man. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, he would do anything for anybody, and uh, he he knew his business. I'm telling you, <laughs> he knew his printing business. I'll tell you that. Yep. Well, I I used to come home when I started AFL, and AFL was such a shit show back then. Oh, it was. <laughs> Dude, the days were crazy. I'd come and I and I would come home after dealing with him, and I would tell my wife, I'd say, you know what? I I dislike this guy so much that if he died tomorrow, I wouldn't go to his funeral. <laughs> That's how much I didn't like him. And then right. we we I don't know what it was. We had a turning point, and I just I I swear, man, I used to like think about it, and I would I would enjoy. Going out the fudge with him more than like going and hanging out with my friends that are my age. Right, right. Yeah, he he. Uh, when I post something about you know my family and stuff like that, or um, he usually responds. He usually he's on Facebook every once in a while, and oh, he'll yeah. he'll respond to stuff all the time. I always say happy birthday to him on his birthday and everything. Yeah. So oh, he's, yeah. he's keeping contact with any other guys like Sinsky and. Uh, Let's see who else was it. Mike, the ever. What about Mike? Um, Mariachi. Yeah, Mariachi. What's? You know what? I I I did for a while, and then we uh, kind of fell out of, we fell out of touch, and I just I feel like I gotta I just gotta I gotta text him and see how he's doing. Right. It's been it's been several years since I talked. Yeah, about I know. Him. That's he's probably all retired and done anyway. He's probably he's not been. Even he's, yeah, been he's been retired, been. right? Yeah. Yep. yep. 
What about Darren? Do you stay in touch with Darren? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I talk to him often. Yep. Yeah. I talk to Derek every once in a while down in Florida. He, he kind of like, uh, likes a couple of my posts and something like that. So I'll go back and forth with him a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Amen. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, I got to get going here, man. Thanks for talking. I appreciate it a lot. That was fun, dude. We can keep going, but I got to try to catch you. Yeah, I could keep going forever, man. This is like good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, do you re- do you remember when we went up to that? Uh, what was that business journal that we um, uh, up in up in New York? Barb remember? Hanlon. Barb What's Hanlon. that? Barb Hanlon. Yeah, Barb Hanlon. Yeah, I remember her. You went up there and did that big presentation to all their all their editors and all their um, yeah. all their production people up there. I remember was, that. Uh, one. Oh God, what was it? I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, it was way up there. <laughs> Yeah, it was on the west. It was on the northwest side of New York because you had to go. You had to go up. Yeah, you had to go up. You know, what was the name of that big long bridge up that way? I can't remember. It's been so long since I've been up there. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Westchester yeah. Business Journal or something. Yeah, the Westchester Business Journal. That's what it was. Yeah, because exactly. Barbara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbara yep. Hannah. Yep. Yeah. They started. They they went back to Bartash, and I think they were putting at Bartash when I was there. Oh, did they really? I think so, because they used to do that thing called a book of the book of lists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. How can you forget? Yeah, good good times. So, well, how's the how's the family doing? Are they doing good? Yeah, everybody's good. You know, um, Jeff's well, Jeff's working in general contracting Ava's in seventh grade um everybody's doing good man wow he's, he's in contract so he's all graduated and everything now yep graduated last year right, time goes by too fast you know it really does dude I'll tell you I can't, I can't believe I just, it I, don't, you know, I just started noticing the front of my hair turning gray I said oh <laughs> people used to excuse me People used to accuse me of using shoe polish on my hair. It was so. <laughs> I just remember that. Do you have a mustache still, or did you get rid of it? Uh, I wouldn't call it a mustache, but it's you know, it's not like the it's not like the Raleigh finger special. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I remember your little handlebar mustache. You used to always you had your wax out, and you were sitting there like doing the curls and doing the, the doing oh. the edges. <laughs> that was so funny. The sight of that thing used to anger people. Really? <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. that was funny. It was a good. It was a good conversation starter. So. Yeah, really. And people look at you like, "Who in the hell is this?" What's dude? wrong with this guy? I know, really, really, what's wrong with? <laughs> in fact, the first time I ever did it was um, was speaking. Of, I I was saying earlier about WWD and eating eating in places I would not eat on my own. We were going up there for Christmas for Christmas dinner with WWD at Spark Steakhouse. The Indian yeah. Spark Steakhouse, where uh, that mobster got shot outside on Christmas right. Eve, and I'm we're going. I'm going up on. I used to take the Amtrak up from Wilmington, and I I actually did the handlebar in the bathroom of the train. I had some Clubman's wax, and I <laughs> I twisted up, 
and I still have a picture Lenore took of me with a glass of wine and that must it actually looked pretty good. I thought it looked pretty Oh, you got to you got to send that to me, dude. You got to send that to me. Uh, you got to send a piece of that, man. That I'd love to see that again. Cuz I think the, the the second time I did it, it got out of control and it was like it looked like snidely whiplash. It was it was too big. It was too big. <laughs> it was like curled curled around like a spring. Yeah. yeah, it was too much. Oh, man. Man. I just really, I miss those times. I really do. That was a lot of fun. I remember one time, uh, Finsky and I, we, we went up to, I think it was, um, what was it, Rhode Island and the parenting publications. They had their, they had their publishers meeting up there, right? It was just the, like the publishers and just the editors. It wasn't like a, like the PPA or something like that, but it was just their meeting. And, uh, and we, of course, you know, we went up there together. And we had to take all these publishers out to dinner, right? And I think we, we took them to Cru, uh, Chris, uh, Ruth Christ's. Nice. And yeah, it was, uh, the steaks were really good there. Anyway, <laughs> Sinsky gets, Sinsky gets there and, and, uh, he, uh, <laughs> I think we had like 20 people at this thing. They were, they were inviting other people and other, other people, other, other newspapers and, and magazines that we didn't even produce were showing up. <laughs> it got to be out of control. Anyway, Sinsky goes, Hey, Laney, he says, I don't think I have enough on my credit card for this. <laughs> I yep. go, you gotta be kidding me, dude. I goes, no, no, I don't. I says, I think I, I can cover it. And I think that bill on that thing, I swear, I think it was like 3,700 bucks for the night. They were like, I mean, they ordered everything under the sun when we were there. And I, I he was so funny. I go, yeah, I got you covered, dude. <laughs> yep. I've been there, man. I know. Yeah. A lot of, yep. Anyway, well, dude, hey, uh, appreciate you calling me and catching up a little bit. We got to do a little bit more catching up. Sure. I, wish I, I wish I lived closer. I'm glad I'm, you know, I'm in Ohio now, heading out to Utah. But hey, listen, if you ever get out to Utah, you got a place to you got a place to stay, and if you like camping out and stuff like that, uh, come out and no, visit us. You know, Thank I don't you. know if you ever get, get out to Utah or have a desire to get out there, but. I love um, Utah, man. I was out in Moab years ago. I loved it, man. <laughs> yeah. So you're always welcome, dude. Stay in Thank touch, you. okay? I really all do. Right, it's been a lot of fun talking to you and catching up, all right? Likewise. You have a nice night. Hi, this is Rob Scott. This is my podcast. Listen, I appreciate you listening. Um, if you have any comments, you like what you heard, I really like to hear from you. You can get me at rob at robscottpodcast.com. Uh, please check me out on all the uh, platforms uh, for my uh, for my episodes. This is episode 13. Really do uh, hope you liked um, what you heard tonight and I uh, really appreciate your support and love to hear from you.